0: Hello. Hey, Ruben, how you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great. Will, how are you?
0: I'm doing well, man. Thank you for uh, coming on the show today. Um, hey, guys, this is uh, William Coles again. Thank you for joining us at the Daily Be- uh, Becoming Daily um, episode. We have a special guest today, um, Ruben from Austin, Texas, advisor, entrepreneur friend um we've been really good friends for many years now and um i'm really honored to have him on the call how are you doing today buddy
1: you know i gotta say today is a memorable day i think we've all lived uh, a special moment today and all witnessing the eclipse or total eclipse of the heart
0: yes that's right i even even though i was inside for that beautiful <laughs> moment um, <laughs> but uh yeah man it's been great um yeah, man. Like, it's good to hear from you, man. And uh, I'm excited. You're in Austin, Texas. How was it out there in Austin, Texas?
1: Well, aside from, you know, being really hot right now, uh, it, was, it was great. The food is still good. And the Come on. Martin Springs pool <laughs> is the best. So take a dip out there and cool off. So we can't complain about Austin, Texas right now.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Hey, so can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, my friend?
1: Sounds good. Thanks, Will. So over the past uh, 10 years, I've taken a journey in entrepreneurship. I've started several initiatives. Currently right now I'm focused on two major ones. Um, One of them is uh, Social Good US or SocialGood.us, which is a platform for social innovation and entrepreneurship. We basically help create a community and programming around um, how to create companies that are focused on the triple bottom line or what we call the uh, people, planet, and profit We try to create more B corporations that really understand that it's not just about making money, but it's about making an impact in the world. Second to that, um, last year we launched a company called the Level Up Institute. The Level Up Institute is specifically focused as a career accelerator to uh, work with first-gen college students like myself and teaching the skills of entrepreneurship through entrepreneurial thinking and training. We give them the skills so they can graduate into the tech space by learning product management. And so over a span of three months of direct uh, one-on-one training and six months of on-the-job training, we're able to get them and graduate them with a certificate that gives them a fast track into the door to the tech space.
0: Wow. That's next level. And what about the media company that you have?
1: Core Media Strategies is a consulting um, company that has a portion of production companies uh, production services on it, we've kind of morphed more into an agency now uh, advising companies. And so uh, for a couple of uh, startups here in town and around the country, I serve as a part-time advisor and chief marketing officer. So on a on a very light basis, I love working with startups. I love working with entrepreneurs. And so solving really tough problems is like my, my, my drug, I guess you can say. Put me in front of a whiteboard. Tell me what's working, what's not working, what you've tried out, and then we can go out there and start creating a strong brand, a strong team, great leaders, and ultimately a great community around what you do.
0: Wow, that's awesome, bro. This is why uh, I had to get you on a sh- this show, man. I had to get these, get these people in front of you, man. Like, it, you do so many amazing things. And one thing I can also say about um, Ruben is that he really cares for people in his city, not just people, but his city. And a lot of pride for it, I remember I went to visit and just showing me around and connecting me with really great people in that city and I always I always remember that time I had with him when I was there about about three years ago, three or four years ago and um I, it was just a great time, so he really cares about people and he really preaches um and he does what he preaches so um, I really appreciate you, Ruben, so you know we're um, missing
1: you down here. you haven't been in here in a while and then you know I, know, I know you love bacon cheeseburgers, so like I let do. me know when you're when you're here.
0: I know, man. That place that you we we took me to was really good. Um, probably the best lemonade I ever had, actually. Um so let's um let's talk let's discuss a little bit about the topic um of the month, which is using what's in your hand. And basically what that means is like um a lot of times people have um little fear that doesn't allow them to be, start to pursue that person that they need to become because they don't have the resources, they don't have the connections. And we really want to use this series, this, this theme of using what's in your hand as an encouragement also to inspire people to use the things that are in front of them, right in front of them, little or small um, or big, um, use those things in their hands to start the process. So what are your thoughts on that, my friend?
1: I'm glad you asked this. I face this all the time with entrepreneurs, and ultimately, we are the product of our beliefs. So I don't want to hold it against anybody who's been limiting themselves or or refraining from trying to take the next step. We're all humans. We all fear. That's just part of, like, being human in the human condition. But at the same time, fear should not define us. So I'd like to just frame this answer in this concept. It's not always about resources, right? Resources do help amplify an effort, but really it's about your beliefs and your ability to be resourceful, right? So it's a shift in mentality and being able to see what is in front of you. So I can, tr- I can truly tell you, um, just from my standpoint, and I have to always remind myself of this, too, because I'm also on my, on my journey to, 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 to the next level, that every single thing that you want to accomplish, all these crazy dreams are literally one step away from you. And what I mean by that is all you have to do is look at yourself in your current condition, and instead of trying to lift that 400-ton boulder, you need to figure out how to find leverage, and you need to find the most important things that are right in front of you that you can do excellent and really well. But it's not just about doing them and then sporadically just like, oh, I got all these things done today. Let me share an example of a way the way life works and about how kinetic energy works. So MIT researchers were working on a um, way to try to understand how um, kinetic energy works. And so they wanted to take an example of dominoes, right? So they took a bunch of dominoes, and we've all, you know, done this when we were kids, you know, line up dominoes and then put them in a row and then knock them over and see it continue to knock over like a snake at the other end of the, of the, of the set. Right. And so one of you wanted to understand that the energy between each domino to figure out like what energy was being transferred. So if they could see if they could capture it. Right. And so they found it out and it was some, some amount of joules like 2.3 or whatever. That's not the important part of the story. Here's the important part of the story. When they lined up the dominoes, they knew that the energy would be constant throughout. Um, but they wanted to see if they could actually hack the situation. They could hack the systems. They wanted to take a regular domino and then see if this regular domino had enough energy to knock down a domino that's twice the size of that first domino. So they set up the experiment, one domino, one domino that's twice the size right next to it, just like you would in any other sequence. And they attempted the experiment well, do you, do you know if they knocked down that, that, first, that second domino, or did it stay standing?
0: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> well, the answer is it, they, they were not able to knock it down. So the first domino didn't have enough energy or power to knock down a domino that was twice the amount or mass in its size. And they're like, okay, well, good. We understood that that doesn't work. Okay. And, but they, they were relentless. They're like, okay, but what do we need to learn here? I so, wait, wait, let's go back to it. What if we make the domino one and, a half, one and a half times its size, right? So you have one domino, regular size, and the next domino, you modify it, and you make it one and a half times the mass of the first domino. And then you line up by, and you do the same experiment. Will, do you think that the first domino was able to knock down the domino that's one and a half times its size?
0: I would assume with the same energy, maybe, yeah.
1: Well, Technically, I mean, tr- traditional thinking would say that, no, like, one domino for one domino, right? One domino knocks down – it was able to knock down a domino the same size. But what right. they found out is that this one domino, just like any other experiment, was able to knock down a domino that's one and a half times its size. And they're like, huh, mm. very interesting. Wow, this, is like, like, goes against the laws of physics. Okay, well, like, let's figure out how to make this work. And so they started, like, actually, like, expanding the sequence. So they put a third domino which is actually three times the size of the first domino. So one domino, a second domino is one and a half times the size. And the third domino is three times the size of the original domino. So it increased by one and a half times size each time. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. guess what? When they ran it, they were able to knock down that third domino. And they're like, wait, let's put another one there. And let's put another one there. Ultimately, we started seeing many dominoes start falling. They started running calculations, but they didn't have enough space because the building wasn't big enough. But Mm. the calculations amounted to this. If you line up 19 dominoes in that same fashion and sequence, you can, knock over, you can knock over the Leaning Tower of Pisa. About 27 dominoes, the Eiffel Tower. About 36 dominoes, Mount Everest. And about 58 dominoes, the moon. Now, what is the lesson here, right? So that means that only 58 dominoes, it would take to actually reach the moon, which is not really that many dominoes, right? Th- theoretically speaking, is this, this equation will work out mathematically, right? But here's the, here's the thing that, that I'm trying to convey here, is that it's not so much about doing a lot of things, it's about knowing what one thing you need to do, in order to convey the next thing to do and put them in the relay, so that this one small effort creates momentum like a tsunami, and continues to grow and amplify your energy right mm. so pretty soon right. you're riding the wave of all the little small efforts that you put and lined up together to get to where you need to be at so so much so much we think about like oh i want to do xyz i want to run an iron man i want to do all these amazing i want to write, I want to write a book i want to do all these amazing things but we we get so like overwhelmed about this big domino that we need to knock down when we don't need to worry about the big domino because that'll take care of itself once we do the small stuff, you know how to say the way you do small things is the way you do big things. It's the same concept.
0: Right. That's powerful. I hope you guys got that. I'm wrapping my mind around it. I think that's a very powerful analogy. That's why we need to have Ruben on the station because I knew he was going to really blow our minds. And I really love that because it's about the small thing, guys, It's about doing what you can do in your hand. So, Ruben, as we go on to this, really our question for the day is what were some of the things in the beginning that you had in your hands to become that uh, marketer, become that entrepreneur, become that man that you are today? What are some of the things that you had to use in the very beginning um, to become that person?
1: Well, you know, so much of your life is trying to discover who you are, right? And hmm. Some people were like, oh, my God, what I would do to have as many talents as possible. If I had all these talents, like, that would be crazy because I would be a rich, you know, multimillionaire because I had all these talents that I could just leverage. Actually, having a lot of talents isn't necessarily the key um, because, you know, even um, Jack Welch from the GE, from, uh, from, uh, CEO from GE said, you know, uh, making a lot of money isn't hard, but when you're really intelligent, you get in your own way. So here's the concept is that being able to um, know how to start listening to yourself and your gift. So much uh-huh. of the times we're trying to be geniuses and number one in areas that we just don't naturally tend well, right? You don't want me doing astrophysics or anything related to mathematics. That's really not my right. space. Right. Right. But one of the things that like I if you've noticed, uh, one of the things that comes really easy to me is telling stories speaking, motivating, and inspiring people. So just based on that, I've been able to use that skill and then put it around this wrapper of marketing, put it around this wrapper of, you know, selling ideas through entrepreneurship, put it around this idea of, like, creating movements in the community. All, of, all, all those things can need my ability to tell stories, um, motivate people, and get them to actually think bigger and see bigger than themselves. And so how did I get to where I'm at? I started simply relying on my gifts, which is telling stories, speaking, and teaching.
0: Wow. Well said, my friend. Well said. I hope you guys heard that. Is another tip that we haven't heard yet on the station is really just tapping into your gifts. What are you good at naturally? You know? And uh, we'll also drop some resources for you guys. In the in the description and also on our YouTube and on our blog, Um, but Ruben, can you recommend any books or articles that they can use if they don't know how to tap into those gifts or streams?
1: So there is a company called Keller Williams, and um, Gary Keller is the author um, well founder of Keller Williams and is the author of a book called The One Thing, so, ironically enough, where I learned a lot of these things from. So if they go to Amazon or wherever they buy their books and go just type in The One Thing, O-N-E, The One mm-hmm. Thing, um, get the book, audio book, whatever you want, listen to it. I think it will all start helping you bring these ideas together so you can really make a transformation in your life.
0: That's beautiful. Um, we will have that information for you guys to find the links, but it's called the one thing. Um, And uh, Ruben, thank you so much for that information. Um, So to wrap this, this conversation up, this, this, uh, this, uh, this conversation, um, can you let us know uh, the top, maybe two to three things that you need right now that the audience may, anybody that's listening can help you with in Austin, Texas or anywhere.
1: Oh, that's great. Um, I would love to talk to as many other product managers who are in the tech space as possible for the Level Up Institute. As we continue to branch out and reach out to many other communities, I want to, one, be the number one space to teach product management to be able to tap into those tech companies who need junior and associate product managers so we can create a pipeline into those tech companies directly. and um, ultimately, people who are out there in academia, either with community colleges or with uh, four-year universities who may offer a continuing education program or certification program who want to have this in their community, please reach out to me. We would love to be able to expand and open in your city.
0: Beautiful. And how do people reach you, Ruben, uh, either by the email or social media?
1: Yeah, so it's real easy. I'm pretty active on social media. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, at Ruben Cantu. I I misspell it intentionally, Uh, so it's not with a U. It's with two O's at the end, so R-U-B-E-N-C-A-N-T-O-O, to remind people that you can do anything you put your mind to. Um, Two, uh, you can email me, um, and, uh, Will, can you put my email email address, uh, my level of email address that I'll give you uh, on the description so that people can find it there?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Awesome. And then other than that, um, yeah, just email and social media are pretty pretty good. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and you may even be able to find us on Facebook as well.
0: Well, Ruben, this has been a very inspiring conversation. I'm inspired. I'm, I'm in Austria, educated myself, and it's always good in talking with you, bro. Thank you for your time, and uh, we'll catch up later. And um, you have a great night. And um, thank you again.
1: Thanks a lot, Will. Have a good night.
0: You too. Bye.